with me tonight uh, a couple of weeks ago when we had our show when we've been dealing with this sub uh, this series called show us how to date you uh we had fe- all female panel for three weeks in a row and then two weeks ago because of memorial day we didn't do a show last week uh we had an all male panel and we got a really good response a really good response so i wanted to come back tonight the only only uh drawback i had i'm gonna bring mark in first and then we'll go from there um uh, Am I not live? Let me make sure I'm not live. Okay, here we go. There we go. All right, let me bring Mark in first. What's up, Mark? Hey, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. I ran into some technical difficulties, man. I don't know what. I don't know if my USB cord's not working or what, but I can't get my microphone to give me any sound, so I'm having to use my backup mic. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you. Are you coming in loud and clear? All right, good, good, good. So, uh, Mark, uh, you got a lot of feedback last time, so we wanted. I did. To, yeah, you did. You uh, and 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 I appreciate that. Uh, so because I like people who bring value to the conversation. I was going ask So uh, I wanted to bring you back tonight and uh, get some more insight from you, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, and if you're and when you once your friend jumps in, I'll go ahead and bring him on in as well. Is he gonna be able to do it tonight? Yeah, he'll be he'll be running about. He might be back in about three minutes. All right, cool, cool. All right, all right, cool. All right, so uh, those that are in the chat that are looking, y'all go ahead and start sharing this, and we'll get this going. I got two other people. Now, only only drawback we had last week, Mark, was uh, they said that I had people that were too old. <laughs> they said uh, I had right. some people tell me they wanted to get some younger people and some people who hadn't been married, you know, people who might be not quite be as experienced. So I wanted to get some of those people in as well. So I got, a, I got some 20s. I got a 20-something. And I got a 30-something. So I'm going to bring them in. Let me, Jalen, go ahead and show me your face. And uh, and George, go ahead and show me your face. I'm going to bring y'all on in now, if you don't mind. Uh, George, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How you doing? Man, I'm good, good. Tell everybody who you are, man. Oh, let me get, get Jalen, too, right quick first. Hold on. All right, Jalen. What's up, young man? What's going on? What's going on? Looking like your daddy. Looking, <laughs> looking like your daddy. Actually, that's Reggie's son. That's Reggie's son uh, that uh, that's coming in. So that's uh, we got uh, we got Jalen in. So for, first of all, uh, George, tell us who you are, and we're gonna get this conversation started. Uh, my name is George. I'm 23 from New York. Uh, from um, <laughs> I'm pretty much raised down here though in uh, Atlanta. Uh, I graduated from Columbus State uh, December 2020. I uh, currently work as an officer for DeKalb County, so. Okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. Jalen, tell, tell us who you are, young man. Yeah, so um, I'm 21. I'll be a senior at Morehouse College uh, All right. in the fall. And I've uh, been to Atlanta for about, well, half, well, all my life uh, between here and South Carolina, so. Okay. 
And Jalen's doing Jalen's a Morehouse man, and he's doing a whole lot of activist type things as well in the city. And he's really into the political scene. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna make sure we uh we kind of push stay behind Jalen and push him and all those things. But all of you all in the chat, let's go ahead and get this conversation started now. Mark, man, I uh, man, I put this I put this uh I put this uh thing this post on Facebook. You too, George. I put this post on Facebook earlier today, right? And I, I said. Ladies, give me some questions to ask the men. Now, what the name of the 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 the, the, the overall topic of the show is show us how to date you, right? So show us how to date you, and we have uh we have and then I got like a subtopic, and I called it fellas. We have some explaining to do. Now that's for shock factor, right? That's just to get you to come on to the show. And may say that we got we, we really don't owe you any explanations. Oh. Okay, so let, let, let's get that understood from the jump. I just said, fellas, we have we have some explaining to do. But some of the questions, did you get a chance to look at my did you look get a chance to look at my wall, Mark? What's up, Corey? You're muted, Mark, if you're talking. I said I'm, I'm, I can go to it now. I didn't get a chance to look at it. I've I've been traveling, just flew in yeah. from Boston. Yeah, and I appreciate you, man, because you jumped. You, you, Mark jumped right off of a plane and came onto the show. So I, I super super appreciate you for that, Mark. But I want okay. I want you to look at that, George. If you get a chance, if, George, if you too, if you can if you can click on my page for a hot second. Hey, Jackie. Hey, uh, how you doing? Uh, go ahead, go ahead and look at some of those comments as well. I mean, some of those questions, cause some of them are valid questions, and they're all valid questions. But if the show is called "Show Us How to Date You," mm -hmm. some of those questions—I don't want to sound negative, but don't they almost sound like an inter interrogation? Let's see. And don't call no names. We don't call no names. If anybody wants to go to my page, they can see it themselves. You know what I'm saying? Some of them are pretty good. Hey, Lisa, what's going on? Lisa, we're talking about. Even though I say fellas. We have some explaining to do. We really don't have to explain anything, but we're just having a conversation tonight. And the conversation has to deal with men and women learning how to better communicate with each other so that we can have make dating more effective. If dating more is more effective, then possibly we'll start wanting to get married again. And if we get married again, then we can build the family again. And then if we build the family again, then once we build the family, then we can build our community again. That That's kind of where I'm going with this whole thing, right? So when I ask you to for questions i'm not really doing it for us to be in do you see do you see the tenure the tenor, the tenure of the conversation man the temperature of the conversation what yeah, what, what are you gathering when you when you read those questions and i'm going to ask some of them don't get me wrong but i want to see what what your thoughts are Jalen, do the same thing Jalen, if you will go to my page too and i want to get your interpretation of those questions i see you otis otis says some of those questions are trap questions i, I mean I mean, they are, but I feel like they're subjective. Okay. Um, you 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 want an answer that's a catch-all answer, and you can't do that. Things, some things is about chemistry. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about you know the flow of that relationship. So, just cause it, these things may work for me, you got to understand what you're working with in your situation. Um, these are very, some of them are very broad. Some of them are questions that I feel like I'm trying to answer questions from a previous relationship that you had. And why we went wrong with him? That's just that's that wasn't me, so I can't help you with that. I'm going about speaking to Yeah, you, 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 uh, what you need to do is break up with that last situation so you can break meet your up husband. With the last Nick, I'm sorry, Nick yeah. 
George, you see that? Yeah, so I definitely see these questions. Um What do you think? If 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 you let, let me let me let me put it like this. If you're getting ready to start dating someone, right? You're in the getting to know you stage. And, that, yeah. and that's what dating is, right? Dating is a getting to know you stage. If you're in the getting to know you stage and you're interrogated with some of those questions, how would you respond as a 23-year-old young man? Uh probably lose interest. You lose interest? Okay. Yeah, it's just it's cuz a lot of these questions is um I mean, well, some of them, you know, okay, but a lot of them were just kind of attackish. Like, you know, it's just you're just coming out of our head, but Okay, I didn't say just... uh, Jalen. <laughs> Yeah. Did you, a, did you get a chance to look at uh did you get a chance to uh, look at the questions on my page? Yeah, and um, you know, I feel like some of these questions, uh, like some other panelists said, it's more like is this a job application or <laughs> is it uh you know um I definitely see some of these questions though. I mean, I can understand some of them, like you know, they do have valid points, but um other ones I have different opinions on. Okay, so th- that's the question. That Jalen, you 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 int- you int- introduce an interesting paradigm. And we're going to get to some of your questions, ladies, but we're going to let us men have a conversation. We let y'all have a conversation. I kind of facilitated it, but I still ask y'all a question. So, uh, so dating, when we're dating, we're getting to know each other. You know, we're getting to know each other, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, but when does it, when do the questions start to deepen? By what date? You understand what I'm saying? When, when do we start to put some depth on those questions because right i mean because it seems like george come on un- unmute yourself george okay because you you're younger so you, you you're used to dating more so than i am i was married for 20 years so we didn't dating has changed you know the whole, for us you know what i'm saying the way the way things have changed so for you if you're if you're feeling a young lady right when do those questions start to deepen as in like like when when should those be asked? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. About what date? Second date? Third date? Man, when when, when does the interview take place? And hold on, what, what's what's your homeboy's name, Mister Rashad? Right? You said Mark. Who? Oh. Mark, your homeboy. What's his name? Rashad. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and bring him in too. Hold your hold your answer, George. I'm gonna bring Mark in. Maybe bring Rashad in. Hey, Mister Hunt, how you doing, sir? What's going on? How you doing, gentlemen? Man, dude, we are doing well. Everybody is here. We're discussing this whole dating aspect. I told them that we said this whole fellas we have an explain so explaining to do. That's really a trap. I mean, really a trick. Trick. I mean, we don't have to explain anything to be honest with you. But we're just having a conversation and let you know what we like. Uh, prior, you know, you you just became familiar with us. But three weeks when I started this whole series of show us how to date you, I had women on, and I didn't, you know, and we just listened. We listened. We listened. They told us what they like. We listened. I didn't let us argue. I didn't let us fuss. We just listened. Right. So the next, this is what we're doing these couple of weeks now. I put some question. I put a, a a disclaimer, a filler out there today for some questions uh, for that they wanted me to ask you guys tonight. And some of those questions got a little. Some of some of the fellas said they felt a little attackish. You know what I'm saying with some of the questions. Like, if you go to my page, you can see that. But some of the questions that they are asking, you know, that was a question that you might want to ask ten dates in, or five dates in, or six dates in. But George, come on back. I'm, I'm, I want you to answer that question that I was going to ask you. At what point do the some of those quick I mean because what no give me this what is the first couple of dates what are the conversations like for you George what how do you uh, well the first couple of dates they they usually just you know getting to know each other mm-hmm. just figuring out what you like what you like to do what food you enjoy you know stuff like that just so we can hang out and do different activities and stuff together um, now as for the other questions 
those come in a little, you know, a little later as you get like really getting deep into getting to know each, you know, know that person. Cause you know, the first, the first is just <clears throat> you're attracted to the person, you want to get to know them, whatnot. And you know, you offer to take them out, whatnot. So you just not necessarily grooming, but you know, just getting to know them. But the rest of that should just be asked, you know, a little later, deeper down as y'all are getting serious. Okay. Cause you know, dating is just you just getting to know people. Experiencing new things and whatnot, but if you if you ask all that in the beginning, it's just it's gonna make it a little weird, like you're a little desperate for a little relationship. <laughs> Same question for you, Jalen. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I think the first couple of dates is more or less like a um, like high level overview of the person. So not not nothing too deep. Like you know, don't tell me no, don't tell me no, you know, family trauma, nothing like that. The first couple of dates, um, and I think uh, honestly, you know, it's just like building a you know, a, a safe relationship, nothing too like not giving away information that, you know, you give someone that you trust, but I think just like a, you know, you build a friendship just to see if you like this person, not even like in a romantic way, just like as a friend first. And then, um, you know, obviously as those dates progress, the conversations get become more attentful. That's good. That's good. All right, Mark, I'm, I'm coming to you, but let me, let me give you a scenario first, Mark. Um, I remember, um, I was, I, I, I was in the car business for a lot of years, selling cars, finance, different things of that nature. Right. And so you kind of build yourself in a wall, kind of box yourself in doing the same thing over and over again. So I thought about coming out of my career and changing fields. So I was invited to a mixer, you know, for this company that I was thinking about getting a job with. Right. And so when I got to that mixer, um, everybody was just talking, just talking, just talking. You know, everybody having a little glass of wine, drinks, you no know, shaking hands, mingling, whatever. And then all of a sudden the event was over. It was over. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I thought it was supposed to be an interview. You know what I'm saying? But little did I know it was an interview because they wanted to see how I interacted with certain people. And once I once they saw how I interacted with certain people, then they invited us back for the second interview, right? So I'm 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 equating that to dating. <laughs> On the first couple of dates, Mark, how how is your process as far as getting to know a young lady? I mean, my thing is at the stage where I'm at is it's about compatibility. I'm saying if, if when we're conversing, that she has a good sense of humor, um, is our is our is our foundation relatable? Um, kind of like Jalen said, I don't want to hear about your traumas, anything else like that, because that's what your shrink is for. Um, and I don't want you to put that that on me. Not especially now in the beginning. You you need to go to a professional with that. So, um, but that, that stuff will come down later if I see you uh, as that woman I, you know, to be serious with and take on those, those responsibilities emotionally. But initially, man, can you make me smile? When I get off a hard day at work, uh, man, do I, are you somebody I want to come to for some peace or re relaxing or, or having a good time with? Um, that's what I'm looking for in the first couple of days. Do I got to hang with my boys all the time because you're not fulfilling? Like, I need, I need that woman who kind of creates that balance uh in my life at that point that's what i'm looking for natural okay uh for me it can be a number of things um it can be you know i don't try to get too caught up in that feeling we've all met that woman before where it's like oh my god this feels so great and then you get into date five or six and you're like okay this was a show that i had for date one and two to bait me in so I try to have what is what I call meaningful conversation very early. Okay. Um, 
what is it that you do? How does that equate to the future that you're looking at for yourself? Um, just some, for me, it's some simple questions can cut you out pretty quickly, right? If you're super duper career oriented, that's all you talk about is work, 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 work. I already know from day one that my window in your life is going to be very small. So I try to stay away from a lot of those conversations and just have fun, right? Okay. Just like feel each other. Let's kick it. Let's laugh. Let's joke. Let's play. Um, because a lot of people will put on those fronts, those first two or three dates, and you really don't see that real person till date six or seven. Um, so the first couple of dates are always going to be, are we having fun, right? Am I laughing? Are you smiling? Are you having a good time? You know, if we're around just some common friends, you know, how do you interact with them? Are you a good time with them? Um, those are the basics for me to get through those first couple of dates to even look at a date three, four, five, and six. Man, that's 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 real good. That's real good. And and, and I think Rashad, that's the mistake. I mean, I you know, I think and y'all can y'all correct and please, Mark, please, please, Rashad, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think sometimes so many people are in love with the idea of being in love. Yes. And they've seen so many other people's relationships and they think that there's a template for a relationship, right? And you're supposed to automatically be that. But they don't realize the equity that a person put in or that, that a couple put in to get that. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Get, yeah, to get exactly. where they are. I mean, tell me, Mark, what you think about that part? Uh, I think a lot of people, they look at a, a, a rock in the river, right? Mm -hmm. And then you know how smooth it becomes, a rock in the river. But whenever, when that rock was first there it was rigid and it took that water running over it and over it time to time yeah. to make it smoothed out like that and once it's smoothed out those areas in the river they flow smoother but the newer rocks in the river you see that rigid that 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 the chaos going over there but we all want to get to that smooth part and that does take time people want that instantly and don't get me wrong you had those kindred spirits that those connections and stuff like that but the maintenance of it the maintenance of the relationship that in investing and constantly investing to that situation, that's what you got to look at. Um, not the end product, but what is the process itself? Absolutely. And some people don't want to invest into the process. You know, the funny part is in our jobs, what we get paid to do, we are constantly updating ourselves on policies, procedures, and everything else what we pay to do. You got to do the same thing in your relationships. Absolutely. You know, you got to constantly reinvest into into your relationship and become the CEO of your relationship or the CIO of your relationship. You need to see those are things you want to do, especially emotional maintenance in your in your relationship. That's Understand good. how to to manage that. Emotional maintenance, y'all write that down. Let me put that in the chat, ladies. Emotional maintenance, and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about that because a lot of women make this statement. And I'm and like I said, I, listen, ladies, we're not fighting again tonight. Ain't nobody pointing the finger. We're communicating. That's all we're doing. We listen to y'all. We talking. So we just just communicate. Just communicate. But I always hear this terminology that men aren't emotionally available. Men aren't emotionally available. Men aren't emotionally available. George, I have a question for you, sir. Should men be emotionally available for anybody? Everybody? I would say no. Not at all. Uh, it's kind of hard for, uh, I'm not sure how it is in the older generation, but I know nowadays. You got to call us old, bro. Come on. Dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, 
Come on, man. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but in our generation, I can say, like, when you open up to a woman emotionally and say that don't work out, all of her friends know. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay. Everybody knows what she was going through or however you spit it to her that you was feeling. So it's kind of hard for most guys to open up to the ladies and then it kind of brings a problem because they obviously we're not and not being emotionally available, we're not being open to them. And but most of the time it's hard to. I mean, it's, it's I know I've done it. I can be honest, I've done it. So that's that Matt Jalen. I mean, yeah, I agree. Especially I, I think, you know, with um younger generations, I feel as if when you if you were to open up to, you know, like a woman now, um, I feel like you almost be approached of like there's something wrong with him. Like I have to fix him. So then you don't have a girlfriend. You have a, you know, somebody trying to be your mom or like, um, you know, somebody trying to be someone that's just not my opinion. Like, I just want you to sit there and listen, like not try to fix me um, or anything like that. Sometimes, you know, as men, you, we just want somebody to talk to as well and express ourselves. So I definitely think that um, opening up to women, although it sounds good, like in reality, it's just not, it's not the best practice. Man, how old are you again? I'm 21. <laughs> that took, did you hear what he said, Rashad? He, he said, if you open up emotionally too soon, she's going to look at you as a project and she's going to try to fix you and she's going to try to mother you. And, that's, and you didn't say that, but I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. She's going to try to mother you. Is there any truth? Is there any validity to that statement, ladies? Help me out here, because this is a twenty-one-year-old man talking now. That 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 was deep. What you just said, young. Boy, oh, this oh, thing, oh, this oh, generation, oh, all right. Boy, hey, this next generation, all right. You running for president or mayor? Which one are you going to do? Man, he, I like that. I so like the piggyback that. off of Jalen, though, because uh, I'm not. I'm thirty-five. I'm not too. I'm far, but not that far. Uh, and I, I, I tend to, I guess, some of the circles that I end up running in, I, I do come across some younger women and. I can tell you a thousand percent. I will. I will stand on this. That is how it goes, right? Because we can have this argument that, um, and, and understand this. Let me say this as a preface first, right? I do not. I do not participate in gender wars. Okay, I, I'm not a man that's against women. I don't need women arguing with men. We look at things differently. It is what it is, okay? That's what makes the yin and the yang go. But when it comes down to something, you know, one of the biggest arguments you see on social media, especially for younger people, just to make it more relevant for you to make it make sense, is the back and forth between a future and what you consider a Russell Wilson, right? So when we look at it from where I grew up, two-parent home, Right. I'm told that you're supposed to be able to express yourself verbally. You're supposed to be able to put into words how you're feeling. It's not supposed to be a violent act. It's not supposed to be an attitude. You're not supposed to walk around with these things on you. Right. So growing up in that home, you're taught that. And then you go out into the world and you get around people and women and, and all of these things in these situations. And you go out and you act on what you've been taught. And they look at you like, oh, he's soft, or oh, he's sensitive, or oh, he's so-and-so. And it's because you can actually verbally put into words, hey, I didn't like when you did X, Y, and Z. Can you please not do that again? So now it's I'm sensitive rather than no, what you did was disrespectful and I didn't like it. 
and I would like for you to change that behavior, right? So where they get away with this whole, we'll say the other side of the fence, the guys who act like the rappers, the futures and all of this, right? Who they say are emotionally unavailable, right? These guys come from places nine times out of 10 that weren't two parent homes, that weren't extremely loving, Absolutely. who you had a heart in your heart to be able to survive as a man. A man is gonna always, if he's a real man, any ecosystem he falls within, he's going to find a way to survive, right? Mm -hmm. Survival is our baseline. So when you function in survival mode, you can't give somebody a one-up on you. When we talk about business, right, as businessmen, we go into meetings and we talk to other men and we keep all emotions out of it. I don't want you to see an emotion on my face. I don't want you to know if I'm happy about the deal, I'm sad about the deal, if I feel a certain way about the deal, that's how I am, right? So a lot of these younger women want you to come into it like that. And it turns into a project because you have a man who is un incapable, right, of expressing what it is that he feels, how he feels. One, because you have one man who has been chastised for that. And then on two, the other hand, you have a man who has not been taught that, right? So we're not saying that either one is, is wrong. Right. This is just the hand that these men were dealt. So when we talk about how women deal with that, right, if you make it a place where it's not combative, it's not argumentative, it's, hey, what's really going on with you? And I can tell you these things. Right. And just like he said, you're not going to get in that group chat. You're not going to go on that phone. And girl, he's sitting over here talking about he's stressed, girl. And I got this and I got that. Because one thing about it is, I tell women all the time, I, I hang out in a very diverse group of, of women, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell them all the time, stop telling each other all of your business about the men that you're dealing with. Because what happens is those women automatically, right? They met me once. Oh, he's a great guy. He's handsome. He does this. Oh, he's great. And as soon as you start telling those little tidbits about me, guess what happens? Those homegirls get the girl. He ain't work. You need to move on. And he, girl, I would have told him so-and-so and yada, yada. So now these aren't, this isn't the way that you feel as my woman, but these are the thoughts that are being put into your head, right? Absolutely. So, so just to sum it up, we have to be careful, right? I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying to go out here and just and give your all. But what I am saying is be careful. We just talked about dates. If we're on date five or six, I might not need to tell you about a stress that I have going on at this moment that is important to me that my woman might need to know about because you're not ready for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think I think a lot of times I'm, I'm coming to you next, Mark, so you can elaborate on what he just said. Uh, OK, uh, I think a lot of times people want girlfriend privileges, uh, want, want wife, wife privileges and girlfriends. And they want girlfriend privileges before we've started really dating. I think that happens. Uh, I think that happens a lot. Uh, Valencia, I saw you made a statement a minute ago. You said uh, some, what did you say? Some men aren't are taught survival and not love. Some women are taught survival and not love. I mean, and, and it's and actually, if I could break it down historically to show you how women are taught more so survival than love. Uh, so uh, because they, they they teach from a place. That's a protection or from a place of I'm not going to let you get my son like you got my husband. It's we, I could break this whole conversation down. But like I said, I'm not going to do the point the finger back and forth thing or what y'all some of you, some of these conversations when they start with the y'all stuff. 
it makes me cringe a little bit. It really does. And I, I don't want to cringe. I don't I don't want to cringe because when I hear y'all, I hear finger pointing. And, and if I see finger pointing, then I see us in the same place that we've been stuck in for the last 20 years. Let me tell y'all something. And, 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 and I'm not jumping on my soapbox right now. I'm really not. Yes, I am. Uh, the black family is under attack. It is under attack. I'm doing a show tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Those that are available, I'm going to have a professor on from Sacramento State uh, in California. We're going to talk about the black family being under attack. The black family is under attack and who they use is us to divide us. And we keep being pawns in the game by playing this point the finger right stuff. Like I was talking about some of those questions today that we got. Some of the questions that y'all were asking, hell, y'all won't even answer those questions. So why would you ask us those qu same questions? I mean, some of the stuff you're asking us, like we're being interrogated or like you are a the FBI and black men. You know, we don't like being interrogated by nobody. You put me and and, and uh, George, you 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 in that in that field. Do your people like to be interrogated? No, of course not. So a man don't ladies, a man does not want to be interrogated. If he's pursuing you, leave breadcrumbs. Let's talk. Like, like uh, Jalen said, let's be friends. Like Rashad said, let's have fun. Mark, what would you tell women in, 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 when they're trying to get to know a man in the beginning? I mean, because you already said you got to be his peace. When you come home, you don't want no... I mean, I talked... I think I gave y'all an analogy a couple weeks ago. Men, like, men use 7,000 words a day. Women use 20,000 words a day. We use ours wisely. <laughs> you know, go ahead. But Mark, go ahead. I'm sorry. What, go ahead. What were you going to say? Go ahead and talk. I mean, Rashad and I, we kind of grew up in the same uh, area different ways the same area so we share some of the same uh philosophies uh, so i don't want to piggyback on anything he said um but i would say you know be what you ask for mm. when you're dating mm. you know if you're a loving person be loving if you're an affectionate person and you want affection from a man be affectionate be what you ask uh you know the thing is when we put up walls Understanding works two ways. You can't see me for everything that I am, and nor can I see you for what you are. Take those walls down and show me who you are, uh, and you have to break up with your past to see your future. So, and that's the, that's the thing I would say. Um, that's the only thing I would say in that approach. I want to elaborate. Shad had a lot to say, so I didn't, and and and, and, and it, he was hitting a, a lot of meat and potatoes. So that's the little tidbits that I would say. Um, let me read this comment right here. That's good. That's good, Mark. He said, we refer to men as boys when they exhibit boyish behavior, but we have to be honest. Many women are girls for a long time as well. Many women exhibit girlish behavior. It seems the majority of men on the panel deal with girls, not women. But we're not necessarily saying who we're. Hey, guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I save the best part for last. It's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor. A-N-C-H-O-R. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
majority of men on the panel deal with girls, not women. But we're not necessarily saying who we're dealing. That, that's that's not true. I mean, that, I mean, I feel you though. But that's that's uh, okay. Go ahead, Mark. I'm gonna let you let's, have that. Let's not degrade. That's that's um, the part I don't like themselves. Yeah. Like, oh y'all, you know, you hear that a lot. Oh y'all, y'all just picking the wrong ones. You know, that's y'all problem. All this other stuff. I tell women all the time, you don't know your girlfriend. Mm. Uh, your little your friend that you think you know you friends with, you ain't dated her. You don't know how these been in a relationship with her. Exactly. So speak for yourself. You know, all. the thing is, right, and we all are works in are work in progress. Man, all right. <laughs> we all are work in progress. So Never no matter how mature you want to say you are, you still have childish behavior that we're constantly growing in. You have you have vices that you're still getting over, different things like that. But at the end of the day, um, I would say there is a responsibility on all parts, men and women, to the responsibility about who we allow in our life, right? You know, and then we got to do a better job with the people that and protect our emotions, like we said, going back to the point. We got to protect our emotions from people we know that mean us no harm. And we got to start, and men and women, we have to start dating what we need versus what we want. Mm. And when we start dating what you need, I think our conversations will start to change because we got to find that balance of what we want. When I'm younger, like when, even though we're in a different age group, George, like I still was in that age group and nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing changed. Maybe the technology where you have a group chat, but those, that group chat is called three way. They'll call the other homegirl on three ways. She'll call the other homegirl on three way. And everybody was talking on their phone. It, it is what it is. Nothing's really changed. But what we do need to change is the mindset um, when you go into relationships. We need to understand the dynamics of relationships, right? And and I'm not saying roles and gender roles, but the influence we have in relationships. Like I said, women, men, we are physical, right? I tell people all the time, you know, like, and I'm not trying to say giving, giving heaven like you're a Christian or not. We're all trying to get to this place, like to the city, right? Mm-hmm. And we're trying to get to the city. And whatever you, you read, your spiritual uh, uh, Bible or whatever you, your doctrine you use to guide yourself, it takes you to that city. A man is built strong. He's able to carry anything. Or he'll carry his family. He'll do anything. But a woman is the steering wheel. That Bible is the guidelines to get you there. But a woman is the steering wheel. The influence she has in his life, it may not be the biggest in stature, but his influence in that, in that, in that, that, that uh, vehicle, it could drive it right off the road. Or can keep it in between the lines, and we gotta understand who we allow that's to good. be behind our steering wheels. In that's life. good, Mark. That's so. good. That's dang good. Let me, Lisa. I like that. Lisa said, "I'm not about to run down a list of questions to any man that I'm that I'm dating. I feel like if the interest is there, those questions will be answered in conversations we have. Honestly, if you have first conversation with me, if your first conversation, excuse me, honestly, if your first conversation with me includes, so tell me about yourself, I'm immediately turned off." That is so cliche and boring. Now, that's her. That's her. That's what she feels about it. And mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. with all these billions of people in the world, do y'all realize that we all have a distinct fingerprint? So if we all got different fingerprints, we can have different ideologies. We can have different mindsets. We can have, yeah, Valencia, ask all your questions. Now, if you ask that many questions you asked earlier today, I promise you. It's gonna to be tough. <laughs> like, I, that, I, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm a man. I'm not answering those questions. I might answer out of all those questions. I might answer one or two of them, especially unless we've been dating for a while. Because the, the the name of the show is "Show Us How to Date You," not "Show Us How to Maintain a Relationship." That's later on in the future. 
So we're talking about the beginning stages of dating. What do you all ladies want to know from men to better? Because like, I mean, let me, let me give you an example. Rashad, women are ask a question and say something like, and I'm not pointing the finger. I'm not. I'm not. They say, what, what makes a man not want to ask a woman? Jay, let me ask you and Rashad, both of y'all. And, and George, you weren't here last week. Uh, what makes a man not want to ask you out? As let's let's get some clarification because I know they probably gonna ask some questions too. So you mean as far as we know each other, maybe mutually, and there maybe was an attraction, or is it just? I just so happen to cross you in the aisle at Kmart or where? Oh, see, I'm telling well, my yeah. Whatever. No, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna put no stipulation on it. Okay. What makes you what makes you not ask a woman out? I mean, it's a simple question. I mean, no, we ain't got to go deep on this. We're gonna stay we're gonna stay in the kiddie pool. What makes you not ask a woman out? I'm gonna let them go first. I'm, okay. Jalen, you go first. Um, I think one of the most important things I look at is is that um, if I see this piece extremely accessible, that will make me not want to ask her out. And I say extremely accessible. I mean, like, um, you know, this obviously if I know this person, like just a little bit, but I really haven't got if I see that, you know, you're always available for other people or, um, you know, you kind of have like a, a, a busy type spirit. I, that would actually kind of make me, um, you know, have some drawbacks just because I, I feel like it's important to, you know, be intentional with the people you talk to, especially the people that you have around you. So sometimes you also have to be careful that some people don't necessarily want to be like they don't want they don't want to date you. They just want to be wanted or they, you mm. know, they don't feel pursued. So that's some of the things I look out for. Okay, that's good. George, same question. Um, I agree with uh, what Jalen said, and also I I'm not I'm not the biggest person on social media, but I do realize like as you follow women on social media, they tell a lot who they are. Mm. They tell. Who they are, what they're looking for, and most of them not in our generation. They want to be flown out, you know, treated all nice and stuff like that. But they're not there to support you at all. They're just there to support your money, pretty much. Um, and a lot of them just want just that 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 Instagram look of a relationship, and they don't want an actual a relationship and put in the actual work and what it takes to build a relationship. So. Um, that, that's a lot to it, it's just it's something I look out for a lot. Okay. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Mark. And then we're gonna come on to you, Rashad. Yeah, I, I want to say what Rashad. I'm actually saying up more for Rashad. Rashad, like you know what you just said, like this generation they, they had that future Russell Wilson uh comparison. Yeah. And every woman wants to be treated like a queen, and everything else. What they don't talk about is what did Sierra do to make her had his man to treat her like a queen. What's her actions behind closed doors? How is she catering to that man? How is she, uh, you know, saying lifting him up? We, they don't it, like everybody. Like a lot of, and I want to see that that comparison with the Russell Wilson. All I hear is about how Sierra's treated, but no one talks about what changes she's made or things she's done to have a man treat her like that. I think, and like uh, what George was saying, a lot of these young women want to be flown out and everything else like this. Well, the women that you watch them get flown out, uh, why are guys flying them out? I mean, it's it's a, it's a reason they've been flying out. Do you do you want to stand behind that reason? You know, and if you do, act accordingly. But like I said, it uh, like I said, I was just going off 
really what you said, Rashad, really about that. I just want to touch on that because I was like, yo, that's a good point, but nobody just talks about the woman. A lot of women love talk about what they deserve, but what about the seeds you're planting and what you're building to get to that? It's a lot of instant gratification. And like when like in dating, I mean like what makes me not even want to talk to a woman. I know some women, especially me being older in Georgia, I'll watch out. But as older women, they didn't have made some bad choices in life. Ooh. They've dated Pookie and everybody else. And, and now that, they want that, now they want a real man. And all of a sudden, you've been dating, you've been dating all these trash dudes. And all of a sudden, you you wake up and say, I deserve a good man. And all of a sudden, you think you're supposed to get great woman treatment. No. Your pedigree is dating trash. So I need you to reinvest into yourself when you know how to treat a man. Because if you start treating me like them, because I'm going to tell you right now, I am not working my way up for anybody. I am not here to prove anything. So it's all about your approach, too. So That's good. That's, right. That's good. That's good. No, keep talking. I'm, I, I was talking about, I, I need to mute myself because sometimes I'll be talking to the comments and y'all can't hear. No, 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 no. So I just wanted to say that I know, Shy, you about to hit him with it, but. I, Get him to a shot. Body blow, uppercut. No, no, we're not fighting. We're not <laughs> fighting. Fill a fight. Fill a fight. Fill a fight. So you, you gotta, gotta, you kind of gotta understand. I was invited to this platform because me and Mark, when I mean weekly, like I, I just to give you just a quick little background on me. Like even at thirty-five, even for these young guys on here, he said he's twenty-one. I don't know how old George is. But Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. So you gotta think about it. At twenty-one and twenty-three, I'm gonna tell you right now, I was having the time of my life. I was a very fit, in shape, around athlete. I'm around these things. Understand that women don't want men who aren't doing something, right? You have to be doing something to be able for that woman to be able to brag about you, right? That's why when we talk about men, we talk about the top 10% of men. We talk about how much you earn. We talk about what's your job. Where do you drive? Where do you live, right? Because these are a byproduct of success. Okay, so a byproduct of success of being an athlete is what you make it to the next level. Once you get to the top level, the only thing they can do after that is what overly pay you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron's one of the greatest athletes on the planet, and we keep seeing every year his wealth just grows like crazy, right? So it's a byproduct of success. So a lot of times, what happens is we get in these places as men where we kind of get down on ourselves and we're thinking these things and we're these back and forth. And, you know, me and Mark, we work through a lot of that things um, just through simple conversation with somebody who's been there before and mm-hmm. a, a younger guy who can actually say, okay, this is where I'm at now. How do, how do I get past this? And it's not saying, okay, I need my homeboy to tell me how to survive or how to live. It's no, Sometimes talking to somebody who's already been through something can save you two or three steps that you don't have to go through. Mm. Right. So I, I I just wanted to say that I appreciate you guys are even having this conversation. And oh, so we're gonna have every platforms, you know. So but to answer your question though, um is for me it's really simple. And it it changed for me probably about two years ago. I will not ask a woman out. If I do not feel like the interest is mutual from jump, that's the key from jump. That's right? the only, that's the only answer. We, we know there's, there's, you get to a point where you get a little older and you get around 
enough women and you do this enough that there's choosing signals, right? There's the accidental bump. There's the, oh, what you're drinking when you sit down at the bar. There's a, oh, is anybody sitting here? Oh, now you are. Okay, these are all choosing signals that I'm going to go off of. So now I don't have to worry about, am I taking this woman to this four-star restaurant and I'm about to spend whatever I'm about to spend and it's just another picture on your Instagram today, right? Mm -hmm. We get away with a lot of these things because we're starting to talk about mutual interest and it piggybacks off of what Mark said, like, you know, if, if we're not on that, if we're not vibing at all, what are we doing here? Now we're forcing. Now I'm on an audition to say, let me take care of you. Let me show you what I have. Let me show you what I can do. Right. Yeah. And that's not, that's not how it was meant to be. Right. We're in 2020. It's a different time. It's totally different. That traditional stuff is out the door. Those days are over with. They're gone. Let's not look at it. But like you said, I understand that there is a war against black couples, the black family. They do not want to see a black man and a black woman together living in a home with successful black children. They don't want to see that. So at any point, they're going to put any toxicity out there that they can. Oh, right? yeah. I'm a numbers guy. And to understand that only 10% of American men make over $100,000 a year. And then let's go down to $80,000 that only like 13 or 15% of men make over $85,000, mm -hmm. right? So now what happens is, and, I, and I'm putting in perspective for you, you have 80% of women in America trying to date 15% of men. Somebody's gonna get the short end of the stick. Absolutely, it's a numbers game. We talk about that all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. so you can't, you can't say, well, why aren't you, why don't you want to take me to dinner? Why don't you want to so-and-so? Well, guess what? If it was a mutual thing and you made me feel on the inside, I want to take this woman to dinner. Not, I have to take this woman to dinner. I want to take this woman to this place. Not, I have to take this woman to this place, right? Because as men, we're supposed to have requirements too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Right? Never apologize for that. So as a man, when you don't have requirements, a woman will look at you like, oh, you'll just do anything, right? But if a woman says, well, I have requirements, right? And I don't know about you guys, but we've all been through this. A woman tell you she has requirements and then you go look at a dude she's dating and you be like, whoa, there is no way it <laughs> met the requirements, right? So... The best thing I can tell you about that whole when should we be doing this and doing that is when it's a thousand percent mutual because a woman's nature is she's going to do the best that she feels like she can do in any situation. So if she feels like she can do better than you that is 21 and working a $60,000 job and trying to save money and trying to invest and do this. And she can go get John over here who's 30 and running bottles every other night, scamming and doing whatever. Guess what she's going to do? She's going to go do hang out with that 30-year-old who's running the money because it's a fun time. But guess what? When you turn 30 and that fun time is out with those guys, now it's, oh, well, you should settle down. You should sit down. You should want a family. Why are you still outside? <laughs> Absolutely. Let me hold on. Let me uh, So, Mark. Uh, you, you see this? You, 
Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want. I was going to ask right, you to address so that. Let, let me that. address Lisa in this. Okay, I'm in IT, right? Certain times, if you have a a system that runs and it's a downgraded system, right? And there's an upgraded system in order for it to run on a, a you want to upgrade your operation system. You can't just plug it in there. You have to reconfigure that system in order to deal with an upgraded system. You can't just put it in there. And when you've been running off 90, uh, 87 octane and you want to go to 93, it's a different performance you're looking for. And I'm telling her at the end of the day, yeah, you can upgrade, but you got to upgrade yourself. You got to heal, number one. And when you want to deal with a better man, you got to treat a better, if he's a better man, you got to treat a man better. Absolutely. You can't come with that hurt. You can't come with that resentment. You can't come with all that because he's not old. That a good man wants to be treated good. He's not working his way up because he's already up there. So meet him where he's at. But no, if you have been dating certain type of men, Wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry, my bad. No, if you have been dating certain type of men, oh no, 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 you fine. You've been you have been dating certain type of men. You got to go back and look at the process and, and what got you there, what allowed you to date those type of men, what it done to you. And repair yourself so you can go to now. You can always date up, but prep, prepare. I know some homegirls, but I, they come from a place where I know women who conduct themselves in toxic relationships, and then they get with a man who's not toxic, and they bring that toxicity into the next relationship, and they destroy it. Absolutely. And they and they look at the man like something wrong with them. No, that's you. When you start, and, and some of us, you gotta understand, you done had all these bad situations. What's to come of the nominator? You. Yeah. Yeah. So what I, about you? Bro, I'm gonna tell you something. Mark and I share the same barber, and one thing, and when when I had the same barber for about probably 11, 12 years when I moved to Atlanta, all of a sudden my barber moved, and I had to find a new barber, right? And I, it took me a minute. A couple barbers just cut the same way, cut the same way. But then somebody looked at my head when they said, "Man, you need a new barber, Jane. This ain't what you used to." So he sent me to my new barber, and first thing he did was he cut my hair with this natural pattern. You know what I'm saying? Some barbers are cut. You get out of some people's barber's chair, their heads all look the same. You know, zip, 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 get up. Zip, 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 get up. But then you got some that'll see your natural pattern and they'll cut across the grain and get it right, right? And see, in a good relationship, when you've matured, when you've upgraded, as Mark has talked about, even though the last cat wasn't nothing. And we're not saying, and listen, women, I see some of y'all asking, women go through this too. We understand women. Y'all, we mess y'all up. Sometimes y'all mess us up, but but fortunately tonight we on the panel <laughs> so we get a chance to talk tonight right because we got to listen to y'all for three weeks well so, see that, that's and not to cut you off that's that's major let's talk about that as being one of the greatest issues in dating right it's the finger pointing because yeah. right then it was oh well, we go through this well we this well we that well, we so and so so it it minimizes what you're saying as a man right so everything that you just said is valid us as men on this poll we're probably shaking our heads like yeah we get you right there's five of us on here saying we get you yeah. but a woman can come into the chat well we go through this well we so-and-so and we yada yada that i think that was a great example right there in that moment of going back to what we first said of you opening your mouth and saying something and somebody telling you that what you're saying is invalid 
That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And and and, it, and it's been said a few times tonight. And I, I've been I've been I, I I'm not I'm trying to learn how not to res- respond to every comment because I, I got a feeling one day this show is gonna grow, and when it grows, then I'll I won't be able to respond to all those people. So I'm trying not to deal with negativity because, like I said, I tonight we're doing it this way. Next week we're gonna have men and women on, and we're gonna have a conversation. We're just gonna communicate. And that's no, because you know, because I, I hear everybody over here in the chat, Mark. Everybody over in the chat, George, saying communication is the key. Communication is the key. Well, hell, we talking. We're talking, and we're. T- <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I know sometimes I say stuff and say, but we're talking, and we're telling you how we feel. So if we tell you how we feel, baby, please don't tell us how we're supposed to feel. I'm, I'm, you, know. I mean, you ain't even got to. You ain't even got to guess. I'm. I'm 49. Mark's 42. Uh, Rashad's 35. Jalen's 21. We all grown, right? So we can communicate. But, that, but that's that whole thing that Jalen, come on, come back on, come back on, Jalen, right quick. Talk me and you're going to have a conversation. That's that whole thing Jalen talked about when you share, because y'all asked about being vulnerable. When we share our vulnerabilities, vulnerabilities with you, then you want to use that as something to feel like you need to fix it. Or to use that as an end. Is that what you're not saying, Jalen? And you run across this at 21. Come on, come on, talk to me. You you're a Morehouse man. You go to school. You're college age. Jalen's dating kids, our our, our children's ages. Jalen, so you're running into this at at the with the women you date. Yeah, so I think I think uh the problem really actually stems from um you know when certain I feel like when certain women come across like unimpressionable men. So I mean, I'm 21 years. I'm 21 years old, but like I've had great parents. I had great examples in life. So it's kind of like, like you can't teach me how to be loved. You know, like I already mm-hmm. know, like I already have that, right? Mm-hmm. And like also, you know, to the point you said, like you can't teach me how to like receive love either. So I think uh, oftentimes when you run into men, um, I think now they call them like high value men. It's like I really, I'm not, I'm not looking for you to, you know, teach me how to tie my shoes. I'm not. Really, you know, tell me I can't go out the house looking any every kind of way. Like, you know, I have own systems in place that I live by. You know, I have my boundaries set like for myself, and like that's just what it is. So, um, especially at younger ages, I, I feel like they're really, um, you know, I tell people all the time, there's really no need for like compromise. If at this young age, if you're 21 years old, and the person that you're talking to right now is not doing the things that you want that person to do, or um, maybe it's not developed as you, we have no obligation to that person. So it's no reason for us to stay with you and be unhappy at this stage in life. Um, and I feel like now a lot of, like, I mean, you, my friends ask me all the time, just between me and my friends is that I'm the catch in a relationship and I know it. Like, and you can't tell me that I'm not. So even if, you know, I may not be like, I still come in with the mindset, like I'm the catch. Like, I don't need you. You don't need me. We enjoy each other's time. Like I'm not asking, I'm it's 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 not like a you know uh, it's not a parasitic relationship. It's just a mutual relationship. I'm I benefit from being around you. You benefit from being around me. But That's oftentimes, um, you know, oftentimes I think uh, you know we kind of get into this uh, the fifty fifty parts in life relationships. Like you bring fifty, I bring fifty. And I feel like that's where the problem comes in there because I mean you still gotta have a hundred percent at the end of the day. So if I have a hundred and like you have a hundred, then um, I think. Well, that that's better for everybody because like Rashad said, if until we come to that point, it's either I'm more interested than you are in me. And like, that's just not what about to happen. And I, and I don't know nowadays, um, you know, I, I feel like 
there are some women here that do like to be chased, and there are men that you know do pursue. But like, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not gonna run all around the world for, you know, just to please you or make you happy. So. Now I ain't gonna lie, I'm I'm, I'm a pursuer, but uh, but I'm going but if you're not matching energy, that pursuit's gonna stop pretty quickly, you know, at a certain point, you know, because like so, I said, I got, yeah, I'm not so this comment right here from Mr. Young, you have to learn how to love her specifically. Love her love language might be different, right? So I'm just ran into that <laughs> being transparent. I was just having that conversation with the young lady last week. Right. I asked this one question. I said, when does your love language become a factor in with the person that you're dating? Because let's talk about it. If you need words of affirmation. Right. A lot of times those have to come from people who when you listen to them, their words mean something to you. Right. Um, and what happens is people start using that oh my love language my love language my love language well because i just like stuff and i like the shop that does not mean that getting gifts is my love language that just means i like stuff and i want to accumulate stuff right so a lot of times you'll run into people not just women you'll run into men too that'll say well my love language my love language your love language is what makes you feel completely whole. Because when we say, if I talk to a woman and she say, well, my love language is gifts, right? And I bring you a trinket, there might have been $5, $10 because I travel a lot to other countries, right? So it might just be some little thing that might say Thailand on it or something, right? That's a gift. But you might say, oh, okay, babe. Oh, thank you. And go on. So that's not your love language because if it has to be a bag or a car or a house or a trip or whatever it is and we say get specific those things turn into wants your love language is a way that someone shows you affection and love and make you feel love right not how you choose to have someone to deal with you right so for me, my love language, I need words of affirmation from my woman. I need, to, when I wake up in the morning, I need you to say, baby, you are great. You are a king. Go out into the world. You be great. Bring it home. Do your thing. That might set me off for the whole week. Just that small little conversation in the morning, right? So when we talk about these this love language thing, we have to really be careful when we're talking about that we're dating because a lot of people use love language as a cop-out because when we say love language, people say, oh, well, this is specifically how I want to be loved. I'm going to tell you right now, just and not being funny, 90% of the women that you're going to come across are going to say that gifts are their love language, 90%. And I'm just throwing a number out there that don't fact check me, don't Google it. But I'm just saying, and it's because you can manipulate that situation to get what you want out of it by saying, oh, this is my love language. This is how you should love me. Well, okay, that's great if that's your love language. But my next question is, and maybe you guys can answer it for me, how far are we into dating before your love language has to be met? 
can't hear you muted. Well, here, I got it. I got it. I think a person answered you. And I agree with what the Facebook user said. They don't have their name on here, but it says, what is your love language in the initial conversation? I want to know. She's saying, but they want to know because if they're not going to be able to accommodate, then they, they need to go ahead and cut it right then. And I respect that. And, and I agree with the whole love language thing with what Mr. Young said. Um, but the thing is, if I'm required to love her on my her love language, I think likewise, she's required to love me on mine as well. And I think that that just helps communication. I'm not going to say it's the only type of communication, but it is a buffer or a bridge. I'm confused about Lazaric Adams' statement. He said most men... You saw that? Unmute yourself, Mark. Man, man, I seen that and I got a problem with it. Yes, I got a problem. I'm not attacking Mr. Adams. I'm attacking the comment. What men do, one of our worst things that we it's do is is attack other men with ideas that we not, may not share by saying men, uh, like she, he says, are showing many female traits. Uh, Such especially as on these podcasts. podcasts. But he's on the but, podcast. Right. Not, not, not saying that is what what we're doing. I'm not saying me because I'm, I'm on here volunteering, but in podcasts, what some men try to do, we're not talking about your Derrick Jacksons who finesse all that stuff. I'm going to get on that type of stuff. But a lot of times we allow women to have uh, insight in different forms to hear men talk in places they never would have heard men, you know, have these type of discussions and give them a diverse um, outlook of how men could feel. But and like he said, I'm an open book, you know, um, they get the good, bad, ugly. OK, yeah, they can. We all going to get that. But if sometimes you have to give that incrementally. You got to build up to that. You can't just throw it out and then be like, yo, you deal with me or, or it's not. I'm keeping it real. But also, you need to keep it strategic, too. <laughs> well, like, you can say you can. You could have shut them down really quick, Mark, just by saying this. At what rate are men committing suicide in America? With yeah. the highest rate is because they're not, not able to express themselves and talk. And it's, this, it's this mindset of, oh, you've been a little, acting like a female. No, you're acting like a human, bro. That's why you have those emotions. That's what you deal with. Those little things that why you feel like a lot of women feel like a lot of men don't know how to express themselves and talk is because that mindset right there. You got to heal. Bless his heart. That's why I'm going to say bless his heart. A lot of women feel like a lot of men don't know how to express themselves and talk is because that mindset right there. You got to heal. Bless his heart. That's why I'm going to say bless his heart. Uh, come, come here, George. I'm sorry. Let, let's get George and Jalen back in this conversation. We're getting a little long-winded. I'm getting them out. I'm, I'm keeping them out of the conversation. Because I want to get the younger people's perspective as well. Jalen, are you uh, – George, are you there? Okay. Yes, sir. Here is the next question for you, George. Uh, it is uh, – one, one lady asked me that. I like this question. She says, since women are from Venus and, from, and men are from Mars, what do you feel are characteristics of a wholesome relationship? What do you think are some of the characteristics of that would make a wholesome relationship? Ladies, I'm gonna ask that question for y'all too. Y'all, y'all tell us what in, in the chat. Everybody in the chat, we're gonna talk for about another 15 minutes. I'm gonna try to be out there, but y'all give me another 15 minutes or so. And we're gonna try to um um uh we'll get to that in a minute, Mr. Lazaric. But uh are you still on the podcast? I thought I thought soft men or whatever didn't never mind. I'm not gonna tell <laughs> like that. You own the podcast, but you're gonna talk about it. we get on and it's traits T-R-A-I-T-S. I mean it's not T-R-I-T-S. But anyway, I'm sorry, James, stop doing that. I gotta I gotta stop getting the pain. Stop working on it. Y'all, y'all pray for me. Please pray for me. Uh but yeah, what what do you think uh some of the characteristics that build up a wholesome relationship? 
Uh, I believe uh, one of the characteristics is everybody says communication, but I think it's comprehension. Okay. Um, more or less, like actually understanding what your partner's saying and figuring out how to maneuver from that point. Um, also, uh, support and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I just feel like in a relationship, you can't lose that um, that that spark. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, if you lose the spark, then the relationship's gonna start dying down. Everything slows down. But um, I do believe you know you must you know you have to respect your partner um, to the you know that's that's number one. Though. Um, definitely respect and actually treat your partner how you want to be treated. That sounds good. How about you, uh, Jalen? What do you think are going to be some uh, characteristics that, from a male perspective, that make a wholesome relationship? Um, you know, I think honesty. Um, you know, I think if you just be honest um, with whoever you're trying to have a relationship with, I think a lot of things get done. As well as just, you know, accountability. I feel like... Um, a lot of times with relationships, when you try to explain your feelings, it can turn into a lot of like finger pointing, like necessarily like, you know, somebody, they can oftentimes feel like they're being attacked or you feel like you're being attacked. So it's just also, um, you know, having the ability to think about it from like outside of your own perspective. Um, I think that actually does facilitate some uh, good environments and relationships um, to ensure that they're healthy, so. Okay, same question for you, my friend. Uh, I missed the question. I'm sorry. Can you? Oh, I got it for you. Um, they asked. They said, since men, women are from Venus and men are from Mars, what do you feel are characteristics? Just a couple of characteristics of a wholesome relationship from a male perspective. Uh, emotional intelligence is number one for me. Okay. Um, that's really big. If people struggle with it, I, I read a book, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Just read it through. It might take you twice to understand it. What's the so, name of it? Uh, emotional Intelligence 2.0. thing that might read it through, it might take uh, So that and also just being honest, a thousand percent honest and transparent because we're all dealing with something, man. We, we all grew up with something that was lacking or things happen with family, friends, it's just life, right? Um, so I think we have to be able to not give each other such a hard time, quit treating um, meeting and dating each other like interviews and actually just, you know, go in it and say, okay, I'm just gonna see what's here, right? Instead of going in with this list of questions and it has to check these boxes and so and so because you know certain boxes were checked for the fact that we even made it to a date like that right so just being open and and the emotional intelligence will take care i think of a, of a huge percentage of that because they'll be able to understand um and then just being honest with yourself if you're not ready to date if you're not healed um, if you're struggling in an area, maybe you communicate that to somebody that you're extremely interested in and let them know and then let them decide if they want to deal with it and work through that with you. Some may, some may not, you know. So just keep it simple like that. Just two or three things. Let's look at it and let's keep it moving. All right. Same question for you, Mark. Did you hear it? 
You said what? Did you hear the same question for you? The question is, uh, what are some characteristics uh, that are what are some characteristics of a wholesome relationship? I mean, from your perspective, it, I'm gonna answer, but I, just as though I acknowledge uh, other comment, I'm agree with Larizic Adams again. Okay, uh, he he came back and made a comment. He said, "Being honest," and I think that is transparency, vulnerability. Being honest is the only thing we can have. That transparency. If you see me for who I am and and me seeing you for who you are, if we don't have that, that what are we doing? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Um, so transparency, honesty, emotional vulnerability. That's what I need. Like he said, emotional intelligence is what I need. Um, that's characteristics I'm looking for. Wait a minute, we got. Wait a minute, we got. We got grown black men on a podcast. Talking about emotional intelligence—that's that, not supposed to happen, is it? You know, the thing is, what we have to do is, we have to, as black men, stop the narrative of being hard equates to being a man. Yeah, like you gotta understand, when you look at like other men before, men used to—you know—all all these women praying for us. Men used to pray for them families. Yes, they did. Men used to like. Like that's what men were the spiritual leaders in in their their uh, families, and they went to and then regardless if you believe in God or not whatever God is believing, but men do a lot of different religions tribes, even to this day, they're very heavy into spirituality and they're the leaders for their families. And men, we had to get back to that vulnerability, not just the spiritual part, but but women seeing us multifaceted and loving them, loving our our families and loving ourselves uh, beyond what the social media uh, has put out there as far as black men being uh, emotionally uh, incapable, um, womanizers, um, you know, um, just when it comes to the black community, um, just painful. And that's not true. We got to start changing the narratives. We got to start having these forms will allow women to see us in our most vulnerable states. Absolutely. Uh, Hunt, like, do you know, like you asked me about men and suicide rates, do you know even, like, when you talk about cancer, do you know, just when they, like, breast cancer, do you know that prostate cancer is just as high? But men, we don't complain. Mm. We don't really show our vulnerability. We don't talk about what scares us, what hurts us. Wow. Sometimes women need to know that and understand how their emotional intelligence, they understand a man is being vulnerable with you. And actually, that's strength. Yeah. He's strong enough to be involved and not condemning for that. Saying he, oh, girl, he's like a little, you know. Right. But, that, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, y'all, uh, this has been a good conversation so far. It really, it really has been. Uh, 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 oh, let me let me see, Lazarus. He said, just to let all you brothers know, my comments are based off of how I choose to operate. Everyone operates differently. I choose not to wear a mask. How to start something is how you finish it. I feel that every man and woman should be their own authentic self, and if they can't be, that's not the one for you. And I agree with that. I don't think you've said anything wrong. I don't think you. I think only thing you said wrong was when you said to have these female tra traits and come on these podcasts. That was the only thing I think you said wrong. I don't think you've said anything else wrong beyond that statement. I thought that was a kind of- Can a, I say this though? Sure. Can I say this though? Muhammad Ali 
is one of the best, greatest, I mean, one of the best fighters of all time, right? But when he went to fight, he didn't fight everybody the same way. He had different strategies for different opponents. And I feel like even when we date, you can't date women the same way. It's like if you're a father, you can't raise your kid, two different kids, the same way. They're two different kids, two different mentalities. You got to talk to them different. If your approach is to be the same in every situation, sometimes you don't get the same results. You know, at the end of the day, you got to know who know who you're dating in your approach. You can still be you. You still could be, you know, um, you know, Mr. Adams. You're still going to be you at the end of the day, but know your audience. Even a comedian gets on stage and they understand their audience at times and they have to adapt. But just understand your audience. That's all the thing I can say on that. I, I think I think uh, yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not I was a little bit at first but I'm, I'm cool with everything I think everything has been good so far tonight I really do I think we need to continue to have these conversations I think uh, I think it gives us platforms to share our vulnerabilities I'm at the end of the day I think we're all human we all have our own sets of fingerprints we're all different you made a very key point Mark when you just said that uh, you don't raise your two children the same if you do. You set one child up for destruction, especially uh, if that last child or that different, the other child is different. Uh, my my first two words, easy, different. I mean, they were simple. You know, they played sports. You know, I mean, they were structured, everything. But that baby, different mindset, totally different mindset. She went a whole different direction, but she'll work. <laughs> she made straight A's in school. She graduated six months early, you know what I mean? So, but they do their own thing, man. And that's what I'm trying to get us to understand is that we're all different. Uh, you know, we all, we all, ladies, we need healing. Some of you need healing. Uh, so like, I think the most important thing I heard tonight, Rashad, is what Mark said when he said, and before you, I think before you got on the show, but he said, first one person you got to do is you got to break up with your past. And before you can go into a new relationship, and that's for us as well, fellas. That's why I wasn't going into a new relationship after my marriage, because I wasn't done with my past shit. I had, to, I had to resolve my past. And if I couldn't resolve my past, it wouldn't have done me any good to move on and try to subject anybody else to what I wasn't healed from. And so that whole healing thing. And what who determines when you're healed? That's I mean, you, you got to go through that process. It's not a 12-step process. It's not a six-step process. It's not... It's your process. And whatever your process is, you go through it until you have gotten healed. Listen, I'm going to start winding this conversation down now. Um, I try, I'm trying to, we used to be on two hours. I'm not doing that anymore. I don't like sitting here that long. And plus, I don't, it's, I don't it, nobody's going to go back and listen to a two hour show anyway. So we're going we're gonna to do it like this and we're going we're gonna to wind it down. Uh, I want to, first of all, George, uh, we're going to thank you for coming on today. Go ahead and unmute yourself. And uh, if you were going to give any women any advice about dating a young man 25 and under, what what kind of advice would you give that person? Um, uh, That's a good question. Um, advice I give ladies is to look like, you know, they show you who you are. Uh, most people show who they are from the start. So um, once you get those cues from a person, uh, take that and actually, you know, consider that. And if you're going to continue to move on, you know, that's kind of on you. If you, you know, uh, you choose to continue messing with this person or dealing with this person and whatever takes place. But um, I definitely would say the first impression is a, a big thing. Um, dead nowadays. And what they tell you is what they really, you know, what they really mean. Okay. Jalen, same question for you, sir. 
what would you as a 21 year old man y'all are you're, you're dating you're uh out here so when i ain't gonna say so on your wild oats that'd be the wrong <laughs> word to you but but uh what would you tell people that are in your current position right now um i, I would just you know echo what george said honestly and truly i mean you know i mean a lot of people are pretty much open books a lot of people do wear their emotions on their sleeves so um even though you you know you may think you have a person a certain way they're always going to revert back to you know who they really are especially in a period like if they're stressed or something comes up in their life they're always going to go back to how they actually really honestly truly are and if you generally care about that person i mean like you know you'll you do understand that like you know we are young we are still figuring out um you know how to live life and i i believe that you know learning is a lifelong thing you're never done learning so you can always learn new things about yourself as well as other people and um you know i think someone made a comment earlier you know like you, you have the right to upgrade your life but like understand that we are also upgrading ourselves as well so you know things are things are constantly changing for us and sometimes you know when you focus on upgrading yourself you know you can't put all your energy into other things so it's just you know be mindful of that and also um you know kind of be a listening ear not necessarily like uh, unlicensed or don't give unsolicited opinions okay that's good Man, I, uh, I, I, I appreciate you for coming on, Jalen. I, re I really do. You've, you've, uh, you've, you've added a, you and George both have added an interesting twist to this conversation, and uh, and I appreciate you, y'all. You all, y'all. My son is, you know, of course, you know, my son. My son's only a couple of years older than you are, and I admire this, Rashad. I, I admire this young generation, right? Because you know what, they will withdraw the right hand of fellowship from your butt so quick. <laughs> they, they're not gonna stick around and deal with no bull stuff. You know what I'm saying, man? We. We'll sit there and dig and deal with it and all that kind of stuff, man. They on down the road motors and they done moved on to the next one because they're not going to deal with any drama. Jalen said, I'm the prize. And, and that's okay. I, I think both of us are the prize in the relationship, but I think that's what makes the relationship work, knowing that we're both the prize. But he also said, I can learn from you. You can learn from me. We're doing this together. So that that's a very mature approach, and I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to come to you, Rashad, next because Rashad represents a what – Kevin Samuels used to call that high value man who's that six figure cat that's in his mid thirties, no children, you know, all these types of things, right? So his whole his whole vibe should what's your vibe when it comes to this? What are you telling women that are dealing with you, Rashad, or dealing with cats like you? Um, man, I've been through the gamut of um women just because of having access, right? A lot of times as men we don't get to experience a lot of things because we don't have access, whether it's the network or the network or, you know, just even the knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, and a common denominator within it is, I always say, is an unrealistic expectation of what I should be doing or who I am to you. Mm -hmm. um, and that just comes from a place where, you know, you have uh, women who will come in and they want to live a certain lifestyle and they want to do certain things and so they feel like you know if i'm around you and i'm doing these things and i'm doing this and i'm doing that now i deserve access to that or you know you have the women who are like i feel like i shouldn't have to do nothing you should just give me the access just because i'm pretty and i'm me so you have know, the gamut of it where you know i've you know even now to be transparent dealing with a woman who makes three times more than what I make, right? And everything is usually fine, but we have a lot of things sometimes we have to 
kind of pull back on because she's still a woman regardless of what she makes she's still a woman and it's not a gender role that i'm looking for it's just the you have to put yourself in a place for me to be able to protect you right so when you look at you know let's just go into nature when you look at how animals do with their with their young right the mother gets extremely agitated when you know her young are going off and they're doing whatever and it's not that she doesn't want them to explore or do whatever it is it might just be in that situation she can't best protect them and sometimes we get in these places to where you're dealing with women who will do things and putting you in situations where you can't best protect them or you can't best do these things that you need to do um i'm a very high believer in in being a provider my father was one i saw that but i also saw a strong super educated um very highly educated very respected in the state through education black woman who did a lot and the example that i had was two parents who came in that didn't have much growing up um who put in the work who got together and didn't say well i'm the leader of this household i make this you need to so-and-so you know or well you know i, I make more than you uh husband you need to so-and-so and no they got together and they did what they needed to do um so it's i can't get really specific in what you'll run into and what we're dealing with because it changes from time to time right and like someone said there's someone sending their representation the first couple times you deal with them anyway so you're not really seeing the real person until later on you know it's all cool when she's first coming over and she's picking up dirty clothes and throwing stuff in the washer. You know, it's a show. Now, six months later down the line, are you still going to be doing it? Or are you going to be cussing me out because you're like, well, damn, you need to pick your shit up and why are you like this and what the hell's going on? You see what I'm saying? So I, I, I tell men this just because my my fall into you know being a higher earner didn't come till i was after 30 and i was able to date through those late 20s early 30s and not really have that financial access women are the same at each level what they're willing to do for you changes as those commas and those numbers change and we'll have this argument all day, every day that a woman will say the money doesn't matter. I want so-and-so and so-and-so and yada, yada. Right. And it doesn't matter, but there's no way. And I guarantee you, we could go catch every married man, take their wife to the side and say, who's your favorite celebrity? What man do you think is super fine in the world? And I guarantee you it's going to be somebody famous and they're going to be wealthy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, these are just kind of things that you know any guy's gonna go through i don't even want to say because guys are high earner you know mark's a high earner so you know he goes through certain things that we might talk about that i've never came across we we've gone he's gone through things before told me about him and then two years later i end up in that same situation now i'm like oh okay 
Now, that's why, and that's what, but that, but I, not to cut you off, but that's why we have these conversations. We have, that's why when I ask you a question, I ask you to answer it from your perspective. I don't ask you to answer it from Mark's perspective. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that way, then that way we share ideas. But we're about to get out of here. Mark, give me your parting thoughts uh, before we get out of here. And Rashad, I super appreciate you. Jalen, George, I super appreciate you. Like I said, I, uh, but Mark, go ahead and give me your parting thoughts and then I'm going to give a final hey, point. Mine's going to be real simple. If you if coming from my age group, just have a little bit more humility, all of us. We're, we ain't spring chicken. But at the same point in time, we get into points where we should have a um, focal point uh, of what we get, what we want out of relationships and go for those things. I told you earlier, date what you need, not what you want. Okay? And understand that. And then when you have a, a last podcast, I told you, um, and when you have love, you fall in love by chance but you stay in love by choice. So at the end of the day, make the choices of dating the things you need. When you have love, make the choice of staying into it and put the work that it takes to, to maintain it. That's all I got to say at this age when you get there. And that's and what you said is key at this age. And answer your, you can only have, we only live in our lives. I wear a size 12 shoe. I ain't trying to put on a size 10. Won't fit. At all. Not trying to put on a size 13. It's going to be too big. So I'm just going to grab my... Listen, thank you guys for our conversation. Brother Lazaric, I'm going to have to get you on the show because I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying your comments from the side. And you're actually saying the same thing we're saying, but we're just still in the early, 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 early dating stages. Uh, so yeah, keep, y'all keep listening. Uh, we're going to continue to do this next week. We're going to do it again. Uh, but I will mix the panel up next week. We're going to have males and females and we'll have a whole different angle of the conversation. Jalen! I really do appreciate you, sir. I know you got homework and stuff to do, probably, or your work or something to do. George, I know you got to go uh, take care of your business tomorrow, and I appreciate you all for uh, being a part of the show. Those that are available tomorrow night at the same time, I am doing another show, and it is a, 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 a seg- I do different segments. I do Rebounding from Rock Bottom. I do The Plot to Destroy Black Families. I do different things like that, a Tuesday Flow, different things. But tomorrow we're going to do A Plot to Destroy Black Families again. And like I said, I got a professor coming on. He teaches Pan-African Studies and Black American History at Sacramento State. So we're going to have this conversation tomorrow night. And a lot of stuff that you're talking about tonight, Rashad, that was a little bit outside the, the reasons why we dating is like it is, we'll talk about those things tomorrow night. You know, uh, some of the systemic issues and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Hey, can I ask yeah. something? Sure. I think I, think I can uh, request, we need to have a show and the women can be bystanders, but I feel like, like Mr. Adams, come on. I think some men we need to talk through oh, no doubt. various uh, mindsets as men, understanding that even in this whole alpha mentality, this is what men do or whatever, whatever. Man, listen, not every predator hunt the same. No, sir. And all of them can still be lethal, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna so, tweet that. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, you know. Uh, a shark don't hunt like an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's just different in different environments. But um, I want men to understand it's okay uh, to be who you are in your environment. All I'm saying, uh, Mr. Adams, is understand what you're fighting sometimes. Understand your opponent and with your technique and style, know that changing it up is just maybe it's your delivery. Maybe it's your approach. Maybe it's your tone. And you still can have the same end state. End state. 
be who you are consistently, but at the end of the day, know your opponent. That's please, it. Please, please, please. Rashad, man, I appreciate you, man, for your time tonight, man. I really do. Uh, Mark, I appreciate you for making the connection. Jalen, you'll be back. You will be back, Jalen, because you're going to be our 20-something-year-old every now and then. George, you, you'll be back as well as long as you you consent to come back. And uh, this, 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 is, this, this was good. I, I, overall, I enjoyed this conversation. And uh, I think it was fruitful. I think it was fruitful. If we listen through, sometimes we got, the, we got a tendency to listen to, and we don't listen through. But I want us to learn how not to listen, just to listen through, but just to listen to. And uh, then we can really have this effective communication. Don't don't sit up here and holler about we need to communicate and we're talking, <laughs> but you still say we need to communicate. But you want me to do text message or something? I don't have your phone number. All right, so let's let's communicate and let's continue to do this. Y'all know how I ended I, every week when this show is over with. I say the same thing. I say uh, I say uh, what's the word? I say the world is changing. But my question for you is, why do you remain the same? Y'all have a good...